reignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Are you ready to hear a testimony this morning? Amen. All right, we have two testimonies to be given this morning, and I believe that they are here already. Godfrey and um, Cynthia, I believe. Cynthia Adinkra. Please come up stage and let's come give you a testimony. Put your hands together for them, and let's keep it brief, short, and smart. Praise the Lord. I'm in first MS ministry. My pastor is SP Cecilia. And if I'm here right now, Mecca Asem Kakada share radio nyam. Pacho in quantity no. Now you be a me call drink sports. Any those kind of things, you know. Me call a echo sub num sabbo. Nami nim yami. Ba me, me sister, I'm going to invite me back to sit. I'm going to bishop preach here. I'm preaching by entering a how to become a stronger Christian. Amen. Well, Godfred says that he just gave a testimony to the fact that he used to live a certain kind of life. He was somebody who led a very wild life, so to speak. And he would go to any place, any spot, anywhere to enjoy himself, dance, you know, to revel, so to speak. But he got invited to church one day by a sister of his, and he has never turned back. He also... Um, was heavily influenced by bishops preaching at a crusade. He was told to present himself on a Saturday morning, which he did. And he has been coming to church ever since regularly. And that book which was presented to him on that day of the crusade, How to Become a Strong Christian, has been a source of blessing to his life. And he thanks God for it. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for it. And Cynthia will also give her testimony. Praise the Lord. My same Nani say, Zona Pastor, ni Pastor Charles. Tamna, I sorry when Muba runs, no Mubeshi Shinipano. Pastor, if for be brave, I buy a fear, 
Oh, Satan, mi won mi fufu odina mi ko twebi say ya. No ma hele me fuck you omusa. Omo ba be 10. Have the pastor Charles by. Mi be yare yen. Na mi ba be wu. Ti mi ba kitu a 8 years. O si ma. No medro ni bebre na o nto. Na mi see you. Me ka chira mi Godfather na wa bom paya ma. E na mi see you. Ti mi wa wa pastor Charles e by. O ba e no. O be kasaya na o ko e menfi no. E na na farm. E na farm no na mi ti eni bi se. Ah ba wa sorry ne di abrante ene chi. Na o ne ne nko asori. Ni Sunday, ni Friday, o ba ba Bible teaching among kolano. E na mi ko ne ni se pastor. Me no be kwa asori. Sunday na mi jare e. Mi jare a mi ba asori. Mi ba sorry ni mi ba ya ma ya ko bo mesu ya bo mesu ye ye pe na mi ka kire bishop say bishop mi yari typhoid hame o si e be ko mi ka se yakopen mo nyam se 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 mi wa hodin ti minu ama minu amema wa wa bia fa hu ma sorry no na jidi se ya wo sise no nyami be ya ma yakopon wa yi ma fi mi ha amen Oh, I'm sure you can do much better for our sister. It's a similar story to that of Godfrey's, and she says that so many other pastors, so many people have come um, in the past, have come to witness to her, have tried to get her to church, but she's remained stubborn. She's never really given her ear in our local soul to say, in our local parlance, uh, to them. She never really gave in to their words and um, but when her zonal pastor is it pastor charles zonal pastor charles kept coming to her and kept preaching to her she opened up and gave her life to christ and it has never been the same she has been blessed mightily by being in church and she would encourage all of us each and every one of us to remain committed to the church hallelujah Put your hands together for our sister Cynthia. And the Lord will do even more, even as we commit our ways to him. Amen. Hallelujah. We want to put our hands together and welcome our sister Mariami to give us a song right now. Please put our hands together, your hands together for her. As she goes upstage to minister a song to us.
Hallelujah. Keep clapping your hands. Don't stop clapping. Let's celebrate the Lord. It's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful Sunday. It's a colorful Sunday. And it's nice to see you bright. Father, we thank you for this morning. We are grateful to you for the blessing of being in your presence. Speak to us by and through your word. And cause us to enjoy your great blessing upon our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated. This morning, we are having a special time in the presence of the Lord. And um, I am also very happy to continue to share with you the series I've titled The Life I Now Live. We took our foundational scripture from Paul's word to the church in Galatia. He said to them, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Galatians 2 verse 20. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me, and gave himself for me. Paul, in one verse, tried to portray the contradictions in this life. First of all, he clearly stated that he is living a certain life today. He said, the life I now live. I now live. And it's very important for all of us to be very clear in our minds that we are living a certain life today. That it's a new life. Now the contradiction you see in this is that he says, I am living this life in the flesh. That is a problem. And that is why I am going through Sunday after Sunday trying to let you understand this life. It is a life we are living in the flesh. Christianity is not lived in the clouds. We are not spirits. We are living this life 
in the flesh. Hallelujah. And it is very important for you as a believer to understand that even though you are living in the flesh, you are still a Christian. You are still a believer living this life in the flesh. So I began to share with you some of the very important characteristics of this life. The life we live in the flesh. And today, I, without recapping, I want to go ahead and share with you from where we left off. Remember, we spoke about the fact that the life I now live is a spiritual life. It's a spiritual life. John chapter 1 verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. This is how to become a son of God. You become a son of God, and forgive me, ladies, I'm just quoting scripture. If you, if you are a lady, you are a son of God. You become a son of God or a child of God when you have power. You need power to become a child of God. You don't just get up and decide that you are a child of God. God gives power. And that power is the spirit. Is the spirit. When I'm through with this point, I'm going to be talking about habits. The life you now live is a life of Habits. There are certain habits a Christian must have. But wh wh why should you live a spiritual life? Why should you walk in that power? He says, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. So without that power, you cannot become a child of God. There are some of us here today who do not have that power to become. That power is given you. And the source of that power is the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God comes upon your life and comes into your life and makes it possible for you to live the Christian life. You don't live the Christian life with determination. You don't live, you can't simply be a Christian by your self-will, your willpower. 
your determination. God must help you. Tell your neighbor, God must help you. Yes. And that help he gives us is the help in the spirit. The help of the spirit of God. That's what gives us the power. And today, I've already told you that why you need to be spiritual against canal is that it is being spiritual that you are constantly convicted that you are a child of God. Romans 8 verse 16. The spirit bears witness with our spirits that we are the sons of God. When you step out of here, you are going to face many tests. Many things will be thrown at you for you to change your language, change your stand. But we thank God that the Holy Spirit continually tells us that we are the children of God. Without that, we are total unbelievers. That's why you need to be constantly in touch with the big S, the Spirit of God. Then also we learn that the Spirit of God leads the believer. He says in verse 14 of the same Romans 8, that as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, today, I want to talk about another reason why you need to be spiritual. And that is, every true believer walks after the Spirit. Walk. Romans chapter 8. Verse 5. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. I will take you back to verse 1. Of the same chapter. Romans 8 is a very, very big chapter in the Bible. Very, very important chapter. It deals with all the issues or most of the issues in the spirit. It says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit so Paul introduces two types of Christians two types of people who are in Christ one group walk after the flesh And then there's a second group that walks after the Spirit. 
Now, if you are a believer, you must strive to walk after the Spirit. So, you see right here in verse 5. It says, for they that are after the flesh. Now, first of all, notice that, or know, know that this letter, this romance, this book, or a letter, is not a letter to some unbelievers in town. It's not something he wrote to some people in a nightclub. Some wee smokers in town. This is a pastor communicating with a church in a city. A city called Rome. And Paul planted different churches in different cities. He was an apostle. So he would travel to a city like Thessalonica and plant a church there. Then he would travel to a city like maybe Galatia and he would plant a church there. So he also happened to have done some work in Rome. So it is his letters he wrote to these churches in the city. So if it was a letter to the church in Thessalonica, Greece, we call it the Thessalonians. First and second Thessalonians. If it's a letter he wrote to the church in Ephesus, then we say the letter to the Ephesians. So these books in the New Testament are not, or letters are not addressed to unbelievers. There's no unbeliever discussion here. It's a pastor church member. Like, if I go to Takradi and I plant a church in Takradi and I travel from there and I'm in Accra here, I need to stay in touch with them. So I write a letter to the church in Tadi. So if it was in the Bible, say, first and second Tadians. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not writing to the people who clap in Harborview or clap and Pezzo or um, Ahimfie nightclub. No. I'm writing only to the church around Market Circle in Takrade. The church. It's a church. Please note it. It's not, it's not a letter to like the world or the, the whole world. That the people in the, in the, in the, in the world God's word to the world. No. This is a letter to Christians in a church. So now, if you go back again, so as he's speaking to the Christians, he tells them, he's writing to them. So imagine you are the church. Then he says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. So even there are some people who are in the church who may not even be in Christ. I mean, some of you here are not in Christ. You are just marking time to go to hell. But he said, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Who walk after the Spirit and not after the flesh. Then in verse 5, he says, speaking to them, the church, he says, for they that are after the flesh, 
Do mind the things of the flesh. Can I come down? I can come down. Right. Go back, please, to Galatians 2.20. Please. What does it say? For the life I now live in the flesh. That is the big problem we have. All our spirituality problems comes from this revelation. Thank you for underlining it. That's it. In the flesh. Add in the flesh. This is it. All our problems, our difficulties that, that, that you may even end up in hell is this flesh problem. Paul is saying that we are Christians, but we are Christians in the flesh. When you become born again, you don't become an angel. You don't become an angel. I'm not standing here as Angel Morgan. So are you not an angel. When you get born again, you become a Christian, but you are living every day. You, are, you attend prayer meetings in the flesh. You fast in the flesh. You have your quiet time in the flesh. You visit new believers in the flesh. Everything you do is in the flesh. But John 1, 12 says that to those who received him, he gave them power. Now, that power is the power over the flesh. So you can live in the flesh and not be controlled by the flesh. And that happens to you when you walk in the spirit. When you walk in the spirit. So, so there are many of us here who are Christians living this life in the flesh but you cannot rise above the flesh it's like somebody working in an office in a bank in the ministries some office in town where there's a lot of corruption very corrupt people very you know stealing money lying over invoicing under invoicing he's he's working in that system but through Christianity and spirituality he is able to rise above that system and be pure in it he is in it but he is pure the life we are living is in the flesh but some of you have underestimated the power of the flesh don't joke with the flesh this flesh or don't joke with the life on earth, this natural life. It has power to keep you down. Only those who have the power of Christ are able to rise above the flesh. So Paul says in verse 5, those who are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. That is, there are some Christians in the church in Rome that all their mind, their thinking is in the flesh. If she wants a husband, she uses fleshly means because you can use the flesh. 
to attract a man. Men like flesh. The more flesh you flash. So the more flesh you flash, the more influence you have over God. Because he likes what? Flesh. If you are a man, you can get a woman to marry you by fleshly means. If you are a woman, you can get a job by fleshly means. A job. Oh, yes. Yes. Especially if the MD is a man. If you are a man, you can be promoted in the bank by fleshly means. There's a way you can work that will take you up. Talking about people, you know, looking for opportunities to take advantage of people. Somebody's a little mistake he made, you, you, you blow it up, present it to the boss. Suddenly you come into great favor. So you are, you are rising up and the steps you are using is the backs of people. You are stepping on people. To, a lot of things can be done. You can get a car by, a, by some fleshly means. Yeah. A lot of things can be done. This church, I, I've even done it before. I, I've pastored this church in the flesh before. You, 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 oh yes, you just came. I have done fleshly things as a pastor of this church. Before you came. Because there's almost nothing you can't achieve. So I'm talking about walking in the spirit. There's almost nothing you cannot achieve without the flesh. There's almost nothing. With the flesh, you can, you can go forward. I mean, like as you are here on Sunday, I'm so, I, it's sad that you just came. I wish you had come earlier, five years ago. Look, as we are here, at the back here, there's rice, fried rice, jollof rice, burnt rice, uh, uh, what? Carried rice. This church. Why some of you are getting angry that you just came. Don't worry. <laughs> you should have come earlier. Some people here have eaten some of that rice before. Oh, yes. With Fanta. No, yeah. You can use physical means to achieve many ends. Many, many ends. So after church, you just go to the back and you present a coupon. Like as we are here, it's not just your Bible you have, you've got coupons. Coupon inside your Bible or in your pocket. So, so the person is in church, he's looking at your face. Not because he came for the word of God, but he came for the after church rice. And I did that for a while. Yeah. Can now, can now, me, I'm not talking about the, the, the previous pastor, me, can now, every service, right? Oh, we were about 500. Can now. 
Today, this service alone is over 500. The, the entire bread of life then was about 500. Cooking. Sun, by Saturday, we do shopping. The rice, the beef, the oil. I mean, they are cooking. No, please. Then one day, the Lord spoke to me. I was at home. Getting ready. He said, since when did you, did, did I teach or, or has the church been pastored by rice and stew? I mean, when, when, when did I introduce, God was asking me that he, when did he, God, introduce rice and stew as a means of growing a church? And he told me clearly that if I'm not spiritual and don't know how to pastor the church, I should say it. Be, be honest and say that you are out of your of the end of your weights. It's called the weights end. There's nothing beyond that. You come to the end of your of your intelligence. Your weights end. I said, Lord, it's true. So I called the lady who was the chef. She's in the third service. I said. No more. So, no more. And I waited on God for guidance. Because you can use fleshly means to grow a church. But it won't last. Later on, we will learn, maybe next week, about how it leads to death. If somebody comes to death, like, imagine you are here today because of rice and stew. I'm just getting you ready for hell. So, he says, for they that are after the flesh, a pastor, a Christian, a lady, a, there is, I don't know what you cannot do with that. I mean, if you are a singer, you can, you can, you can attract a certain following by even how you dress. The sexier, the better in the church. I was in Zimbabwe, attended a, a a, a choral festival. We will have one next month here. Amongst us in this service. And one of the judges who had been flown in from South Africa just a few months ago, flown in from South Africa, was saying that some, singing, it's not these two by four things we have here. But some choirs were never allowed to go to the next round based on how they had dressed yes but because as they were there like they were singing you 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 can't even concentrate on the words of the song you are looking at the at the at the svelte type of i mean curvaceous so they thought they could get marks because if it was a worldly competition they would be very they'll be at, at the top yes the sexier the cat but it's not just singing the worldly musicians they don't just sing what they are wearing you will not believe it some of them are naked on the stage because the flesh you flash and in the church also there are many who are not spiritual all their calculations are after the flesh Look, I'm saying that there's almost nothing you can, in the school, on campus, you can get a first class grade 
after the flesh. I mean, I don't know. Please help me to preach. What is it you can't get? So when Paul says that the life I now live in the flesh, look, he has, he, he has unearthed a problem which explains the state of most of us. We've not been able to rise after the flesh. Everything you are doing is, is, is fleshly. You can't think spirit because your mind is not on the spirit. He says, uh, um, go back to verse, verse, verse 5 of Romans 8. He says, and those who are after the spirit do mind, do mind the things of the spirit. There are some people whose minds are on the things of the spirit because for everything you can use the flesh to get, you can also use the spirit of God to get the same thing get better results which is even longer lasting yes can you imagine you slept with a lecture to get a first class it's over for you the first class will get you a good job you're just going to flounder and fail the life this life many of you have come from town with your town ideas this life we now live is a spiritual life. Please, please de- deprogram yourself and reprogram. Reprogram. Be a man who lives after the Spirit. Using the Word of God as the, as the, as the, as the, as the measuring rod for the things you do. Using the conviction of the Spirit. You can be great in the spirits. So today, especially in the charismatic world, it's almost like only pastors are supposed to be spiritual. Only pastors. If you are, if you are spiritual, it means you are a pastor. Or you want to be a pastor. But the rest of us here don't have any agenda. It's like, I have a responsibility to be spiritual because I'm the pastor of the church. I'm a man of God. M- most Christians, you see, that word walk. Um, chapter what? 8 verse 1. Thank you. Walk. Who walk? It's not just walking as in the walking I'm walking. It, it, this is, remember, it's, it's King James. It's Old English. Walk is talking about your lifestyle. So when we say, the life I now live, in this life, we walk after the Spirit. It means our lifestyle is after the Spirit. The lifestyle. Not just in church. Even some of us, even in church, you have failed. Few people are able to walk or live spiritual lives. I've sat with shepherds. Shepherds look at their phones and be, be not too surprised anyway. Unbeliever music, worldly music, that the guy is a shepherd, but he's in it fully. Today, he, I hear he just comes to church once a while. 
People cannot control themselves. I'm telling you. Some of you can't control yourself. You see a girl, you can't control yourself. You know, see a girl, you can't control. You see a boy, you can't control yourself. There are some ladies who are into married men. It's like how people are into things. People are into jazz. Some are into soccer. Some are into basketball. Some are into um, what? Jeans. Some people they wear only jeans to, to work. Some are into the, some people are on, only into banku. Yeah, even if they are flying on the aeroplane, they must have banku that they are eating as they are serving this type of beef, chicken and beef. No. But, so, so we are all into things. There are some girls who are into married men. Single people don't, don't appeal to them. The man must be married. We can't control ourselves. You see believers, they are going to marry. She has met him. They are going to marry. They can't even control themselves. They are going to marry you. They can't stick up. Before they marry, they are pregnant. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? We, 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 are, we, are, we are unable to walk after the spirits. But it's not pastors. Look, in the Bible, the most spiritual man, I don't even know who in the Bible was spiritual, who was a pastor. Maybe Paul. Who was, it's a, it's a last, last minute type of show. The main people in the Bible, the Abraham wasn't a pastor. Abraham was a businessman. He was not, he was, he was a businessman. He didn't have a church like a man of God. Abraham was not a man of God. He was, he was a businessman. But he was so spiritual that in heaven, when Jesus was speaking about the rich man and Lazarus, Lazarus was in the bosom of Abraham. That is, I mean, one of the most prominent guys in heaven was a businessman, a, not a pastor. A, he called Father Abraham. Abba. Today, you cannot get a businessman to be like Father Abraham. You can't get a businessman who is working with God in a certain way. No, most business, big, big business, they are aligned to political parties, stealing money, bloating figure, all the crooks in the church. Crooks. It's almost like you, it's only pastors who must be spiritual. Like if you're not a pastor, you are. No, no. Abraham was ordinary. Uh, Job. Job, I mean, Job, I mean, was Job a pastor? What was the name of his church? Was he even into witnessing? Did you read that Job was witnessing to his friends? No. He knew God. So much, can you imagine God is boasting with somebody? He doesn't pick a pastor. He picks a businessman. So my, he calls him his servant. Meanwhile, the man is not serving God as we know as a shepherd or a pastor or a reverend. So, have you tried my servant Job? A businessman. Rich. So rich. There was, the Bible said there was nobody like him in the East. Today, you will hardly find a very, very rich man who will even remain with God? The money will be used to sponsor all types of lifestyles. When he comes into the church once a while, arrogant. 
Because we know he has got money. I'm saying that the, David, David wasn't a pastor. First of all, we know that he was, a, he was a shepherd. Shepherd boy looking after sheep. And we also know that his, his next job he did was to be a president or a king. There's no, there's no, there's no account where, say that like David is preaching to a church. He goes to the temple and he's a priest. And like, you know, he was a president evangelizing. No. Rather, as a, as a president, can you imagine the president of a country has written songs about God and the songs are so powerful that when they are selecting songs into a book we use to learn about God, it's not a pastor's musical. It is a president's music. Wow. Now you don't find us like that. Some of you haven't prayed. You've come the whole week. The whole week you've not read your Bible. The whole week. Look at verse six, Romans eight verse six. Let's end with it. This is it. That's why the Bible is a great book. Even though you can achieve and live almost, I mean, get everything by being fleshly. There's also another word for canal. It's all the same. He said, for to be carnally minded is death. There's no life in it. There's no life in it. You can, you can be promoted at work through spiritual means. Prayer honesty, hard work, spiritual. But those who use canal means to get a job, canal means to travel abroad, canal means see somebody, he's a boy, but in his past, his past he's called Abna Fosua. Because the white man doesn't know the difference between Abna and Kwame or Kwabna. Yes. Abna Fosua, it's a man with a beard. Because you can use fleshly means to do everything. But it says, to be carnally minded is death. That's the reason why. You didn't come here to end up in death. You didn't come to Christ. You are in God. And your, 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 your greatest experience in, in, in God is death. I mean, how? Then there's no point having come around. You should have stayed in the world because you, you end up in death anyway. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. If you want peace, if you want life, be spiritually minded. Let your mind be on spiritual things. Minded means that your mind is spiritual. You can be spiritual and get a beloved. You don't need to expose your breast to get a man to marry you. You don't need to bleach your arms and your thighs to get a man to marry you. You don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need it. I didn't see my wife's breast before marrying her. I didn't have to see her thighs. She was spiritual. Top, top class. It's peace. It gives you peace of mind. Which is what God wants to give you. He wants to give you life. When you watch television and you see the unbelievers doing things and flashing cars and so, most of those things they are, are all loans and air. I'm telling you, 
You see, he's into this, traveling here, has built this house and houses and he owns this. Uh, believe me, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm very old though. It's that handsomeness that makes me look like a 20 year old. I'm very old. Very, very old. I'm an old man. Yes. I've seen more than you have seen. I'm t- and also, it, it, it even gets worse when you add pastoring. Because by the very nature of the work, it adds about 30 years your age. So, I'm, ar- I'm around 95 years old. That's I stand here. Yes. Believe me. There's nothing in it. There is nothing in it. Read the news. They are being arrested every day. They are being gunned down every day. They are not correct. The best life is this life God has given you in Christ. This is the real life. It's a real life. And fortunately, here also, he can make us rich. But not with their methods. Abraham was a rich man. His riches were listed. Animals. Silver. Gold. It's in the Bible. That's what you are this is not gold. Some paint they have used to paint waterboard and something that you're hanging. Yeah. Because chiefs, chiefs, they are wearing a lot of the things they are wearing. It's just what plywood that they have used oil paint to, to paint it. It's not gold, it can't be gold. Do you know gold? Do you know gold? <laughs> It's not gold. It's wawa board. The big, big things in wawa board. They are painted wawa board. Wawa board. If it was real gold, you, you couldn't even carry them. But chiefs, you can carry them and throw them in the air. Now they are done. Ah, the man is he's light in the air. He's light. Wawa board has been painted. This is the real life. And you can be spiritual. You can follow the word of God. You can be guided by the spirit of God into prosperity. I stopped using fleshly means to pastor the church. Rather, when I stopped being canal, that's when the church grew. The growth of this church was the post-rice era growth. Post-Jolof era is when this church grew. For as long as I was using Jolof to attract people, the church was type of church. You will rise. I said, you will rise. You will shine. You will be great. When you look out, you see that they are great. But you too, in the church, through the spirit, you will enjoy life and health and peace and the blessing of God. Walk after the spirit. And you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. Rise to your feet and let's close. Close your eyes, please, and lift your hands up and just ask the Lord. Ask Him to show you the way to be spiritual. To show you the way to be spiritual. To show you the way to be spiritual. To show you the way. Anything you have achieved by carnal means, I put question marks on them. It will last. The end of that thing is death. Death. You can grow your basil with
by, by canal means. There are prophets who use canality to become prophets. He's got agents in the church. They will ask questions and pass the questions on. The information to the pastor. As he's speaking, he has just received some Thank God that through the spirit, the life I now live. It is in the flesh, but it is a spiritual life. Lift your two hands and just ask the Lord to help you to walk in the spirit. Kabadas. Kemele Mosha Kabad. Lema Kalebroski Nelima Sondelema. Randa Mamayan Deke Bose Mayan Delema Mayan De. Kababa Lamosh Kebelima Sanda. Rama Mayan De. We thank you, Father. We bless your name. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Every eye closed, please. Every eye closed and every head bowed. I want, before we, I, I, I make this altar call, ask everyone to just lift up your two hands and ask the Lord to guide you to a place of spirituality knowing him living by his word being sensitive to his spirit I'm telling you you can use carnality to get almost anything but it is it's a waste of time if you want to waste your time in this world use the shortcut ask the Lord to lead you to help you to be spiritual to help you to be spiritual a high price for being canal. You may appear to be advancing and rising. But pray that you'll be like Abraham, Job, David, Daniel, a prime minister. Top, top civil servant could become a prophet of God. help us we thank you in Jesus name please put down your hand and bow your heads I want to give someone here this morning an opportunity to know Jesus to know the Lord that's how you are able to live this life in the flesh as every head is bowed and every eye is closed there's someone here who wants to take a decision we are always taking decisions in life and the biggest top incomparable decision you can make is a decision to give your life to Jesus Christ and today, I want to 
pray with you. You want to give your life to Christ. If you are here like that, you want to be born again, you want to give your life to Christ, just lift up your right hand above your head. It's your day. This is your day. Yes. 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 This is your day. I pray you forever look back on this day and thank God that you raised your hand in church. I did that over 30 years ago. I have never regretted. Actually, it has shaped my life. Lift your hands if you want to receive Jesus. And if your hand is up, please come to me in front here. Come. Come. I want to pray with you here. Come. Great. Lift up your two hands. Lift up your two hands. God bless you. And say this after me. Heavenly Father, today, I come to you. I surrender my life to you. I've gone far from you, but I've come back. My soul is dirty, but I've come back. I've done many bad things. I've lived my own life. But today, I submit myself to you. Lord, please have mercy on me. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins and give me a new beginning in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayer. I believe that I am born again now. I believe that Jesus is now my master, my savior, and my Lord. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to grow in the spirit. I thank you for this beautiful life. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.